God, why does my voice went so south? Nah, sack it off. How are we, girls? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're keeping well. You're refreshed after Paddy's weekend, or are we dying? Still a three-day hangover with the hair looking not at a matted. Do you know what I mean? I hope we've all had a lovely weekend. And literally, it flew. I worked most of it, so not happy about that one. But listen, we roll. Money is funny. So anyway, I'm so sorry that there wasn't an episode last week. I genuinely just did not have the time. I did not have time to fart. Never mind make a podcast episode. And I also don't want to produce shite because on this podcast, we produce high quality shit. Do you know what I mean? So back this week, back with a bang. I'm telling you this. Your walk is going to be the extra five minutes long because you're going to want to hear about this. So, lots to talk about. Debrief my week. It's going to be one hell of a freaking debrief my week. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really, really, really enjoyed making it. And yeah, lots of love. Let's get into it. Sorry, am I Cheryl Cole? <laughs> okay, girls. It's debrief for my week. Listen, right? Three pointers I took from last week that I'm going to talk about. Clothes shopping is a freaking nightmare. I hate it. I worked a lot last week that made me overtired that didn't give me time for myself. And I tried to play the others so much that it actually is stupid, right? So what I mean by this is first off, Saturday, it was my best friend's 21st. Happy birthday, Lucy. Love you. (laughs) And we decided to go out, like, obviously, for a birthday. Celebrate my bestie's birthday. Happy days. So the day of it, I went into Cork to go shopping with my mum to get Spanx first of all, because they're a must when you go out, for me anyway, because it gives me just that little bit of confidence. And then I wanted to see if there was anything I liked. Oh, my shitting God. So... Listen, there's days where days are going to be okay and that you're trying on clothes and you feel amazing and there's days where clothes just feel like they're your worst enemy and ding dong, this is what happened. I went into like different outfits, like I went to pennies, right? Shit, you're not girls. There was so much nice stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, when do pennies have a revamp? Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes you go to pennies and I feel like I see that same grey sweatshirt with the number seven on it that's like supposed to be varsity since I've started walking into pennies when I was seven. Do you know what I mean? So... Everything was so nice, and I really like these green pants, okay? And, like, I'm usually a size 14 to 16, but in pants I size up. And, like, 16 pants, these green pants, I thought, oh, my God, this with, like, a grey, like, a black racer and a leather jacket, I'm going to look unreal, right? Jesus, divine Christ. I tried on these pants, right? I tried on an 18, so they fit perfectly on my legs. And then, because my waist is my solace part, it made me look like I had three stomachs. Like, it literally gave me three belly pouches. So that was just the first knock to the candle, do you know what I mean? So then I was, like, getting upset, and I was like, oh, my God. And then we went to New Look, and I was just like, this is not the vibe. So I, bear in mind, the night before, I always should tan the night before, but I couldn't find my tanning mitt, so I had no tan done. So I look like past what's his name? Casper the Friendly Ghost. I literally look like Casper. Which gives your confidence just that like I know I shouldn't need fake tan to give me confidence. But it is just that layer of comfort, isn't it? Like when I'm fake tan, I'm like, oh my god, did I lose four stone or did I just put on Bellamy Ante? Do you know what I mean? So tried this on. Then I went to do look and my mum found this really nice dress. And I was like, oh no, it's not gonna look nice. My mom was like, try it on. But I was like, okay. So I went to go try it on and yes, it did look nice. And I was like, oh my God, yes. And this was a 14. So I felt like, yes, this is something that suits me. 
But then, like, do you know when you're, like, trying on clothes and you're getting frustrated with your body and then you're getting frustrated with everyone else? I end up having, like, a mini meltdown, I call it. So then, basically, it was, like, a metal part in the middle flung off. And I was like, nah, this dress is broken. So I walked out. My mom's like, it's not broken. You literally have to tie it in, you dope. So I was like, oh, yeah, but, like, I'm not getting it. My mom, And then I started crying in the car. And this is, and you know what? This podcast is the one place that I'm going to be open and honest. I felt like shit and I know you girls could be like oh my god Rosie you're beautiful and like I would say the exact same to you but I genuinely felt like shit I started bawling in the car my mom was like why are you crying and I was like it's so hard some days to wear an outfit and love yourself I find comfort in leggings sometimes because obviously there's something that has to fit you like jeans alter all the time but leggings you just stick them on and boom happy days but then to try on different types of clothes is just a real task for me because I'm trying on something and you don't know if it's going to fit you. And like, it's okay. I'm not saying, girls, size up. I'm telling you, because with the shape this day, like with outfits these days, nothing fits to your actual shape. So I got really upset. And then my mom insisted I go back into New Look and buy the dress. So I actually did end up buying the dress, thank God. I'm fair play to her. I did buy the dress and I love it. And I went to Lucy's and I felt amazing. Then, but like, it's just, when I came home, I put myself into this absolute rush and I could not stop crying. Maybe I was crying because I felt that it's, I didn't love myself in that moment. Maybe I was crying because my legs jiggle and that my belly has a little pouch and that, you know my arms jiggle and then it takes that moment of like stopping to cry like grabbing a cup of tea and reevaluating why you feel like this I had to really dig deep and be like why am I so upset with myself why do I hate myself right now and I'll be honest I did I hated myself after trying on clothes you can actually feel like you need to lose four stone and it's such a horrible feeling because your clothes are dictating your happiness when that should never be the way but yet it is it constantly is being that way so after that my best friend Amanda she rang like she texted me this lovely text and I just sat down and I just rolled out my feelings I said why am I feeling like this is it because I need to lose weight is it because I need to feel validation when I try on clothes that actually fit to a size but no clothes fit anyone anymore like it was just a series of events but then in the end it's about five o'clock, right? I put my full moisturizer on and on my tan in the same half an hour. I know that's not recommended by Bally or whoever. Do you know, Bellamy Auntie, but listen, hon, needs must. So I did that. I drank, um, I got myself a glass of Prosecco while I was doing my makeup and I felt like a different woman. And I just want to let you know that at the end of the day, a closed size does not dictate your happiness, you as a person, or what you have to bring to the world. And I hate that it made me feel like that, but it did. And I'm not going to say it didn't. So I just want to let you know, no matter what's on that rail, if you bring up a size 14 jeans when you're usually a 10, it's actually not your fault, it's the bloody clothes. So, yes. And there's actually a boy racer driving past my house now, thinking he's class, and I hope to God it doesn't come through the podcast. But listen, I hate boy racers. So... Um, I just wanted to let you know that, that at the end of the day, like I had that today, like I had that on Saturday that I felt like I wasn't good enough for myself and it was just a horrible feeling. So girls, we're all in the same boat when we go to try on clothes. That clothes size does not dictate your happiness. If it's an 18, 16 or 14 or even an 11 or, or 12, that shouldn't make you feel good or bad about yourself. You should just try on clothes and make you feel amazing. 
So yeah, debrief my week, girls. It was a it was a journey. Okay, girls, it's my thoughts. You ask me my thoughts on a particular thing and I tell you how I feel about it. So this week, my thoughts are on certain things that I've actually very, like, they're very close to my heart. So let's get into them. I think you're going to find this one funny. Let's get into it. So, this was sent in. Hi Rosie, I'd love to know your thoughts on Spanx and how you feel about them when you go out. I love them. <gasps> Me too, girls. I'm telling you now, Spanx are my best friend. And the only thing that I would say about Spanx is that it gives me the confidence boost. Like, it just makes me feel like, oh my God, my Spanx are on, my tan is done, I'm feeling the bomb diggity. And it's not that I don't love myself, but I just think Spanx are that little comfort thing that when you stick them on, you just feel amazing. Like I've worn Spanx since I came out of the womb. <laughs> I'm not joking. I started wearing them young just so I could feel like I had a little more go to me that my dress felt a little more cinched and like they're still comfortable. I never get Spanx that I can't breathe in, but I just get Spanx that make me have a bit more of a figure. So... I started wearing Spanx at the age of 18, right? To one of my friends' 18s. And like, oh my God, they were like this all in one, right? And it sucked me in and I stuck on my black midi dress. Girls, I felt like I was off to the Met Gala. I felt like I was about to meet Harry Styles. I felt so good. So I always get mine from Pennies. Pennies are the best. But then for my Debs, I got ones from Duns. So my PE ball is actually on the 1st of April. I'm very excited about it. I'm also a bit nervous. But I'm like, no, Rosie, you began. So for my first ever Spanx, I got for my friend's 18th. But then for my Debs, right? I got these long, like they're such a long Spanx. But they do wonders. They're like 80 euro. I really went above and beyond to make sure my Debs dress looked snatched. I was like, please give me a big waist and a big bum. So I had these on, right? I shit you not. I don't think I breathe. I couldn't breathe in these spanks, but they were so good. I didn't care. Like they were all in one, right? But they didn't have like a cup for your boobs. So your boobs were out and about like um, a dog's ears. Do you know what I mean? But I didn't care. So then for before my debs, did I tell you this story, right? I didn't eat. Not recommending. I was stupid, but I had six pink gins on the day of my debs so already before people started coming over i was pissed as a parrot so then everyone was there chatting away and i was like glazed eyes like yeah this is so funny like do you know what i mean like that girl so then anyway the spanks were on and i went to go to the toilet when my date was uh, liam liam was my day he's actually a really good friend and we write so i went <laughs> to try and pee nah why was it like an event from i'm a celebrity get me out of here i could not get the bloody spanks off to pee for the life of me i ended up having to ask girl next to me who was thank god she's one of my classmates like and she ended up ripping spanks off so i could pee because if i didn't pee nah there would have been piss everywhere and i would have got killed so i was like nah i can't cope so yeah we took the spanks off but no i do love spanks bear in mind remember a few weeks ago went to the club with girls got so drunk had to take off four sets of spanks couldn't get them off and i ended up peeing myself 
Like, I actually peed myself. But that is in an episode from, like, episode four. So if you want to listen to that story, go to it, hon. Because it's, it's been an iconic one in both my lives. So, yes, girls. Spanks are a yes for me. If you know any good spanks places, let me know. I'm always interested to know where decent spanks are. That don't give you that shitty-ass line that lets you know people that you're wearing spanks. We don't want Trevor to know that I'm wearing an all-in-one so that my boobs look bigger, my waist looks thinner, my bum looks snatched. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, if you know any good spanks places, please let me know at Rosie underscore Ford for. Thank you. So loads of people actually asked me my thoughts on dating and going on a lot of dates. Hun, I was a serial dater. Now you swear I've been on about 60. I've literally been on about 10 in my life. But I loved a date and I always thought that they were the one. <laughs> Skidding at that. I literally thought that the guys I was going on dates were like, oh hun, like we're going to get married. And I think it was because I was naive and I was young, right? So when I first started dating, I was 17. I went on a date with a boy in first year of college. So I was 17. I think I was 16, 17. And your man was like 19. So we went for a coffee shop date, right? And like, I met him outside Brown Thomas. The whole day couldn't eat. I literally had panic poos. Like there was no tomorrow. I think I nearly got sick on Cove Connect on the way up. I was like, right? So honest to God. We met up, we went for a coffee and he was kind of grand. But like, he never asked me my age. Was I 17? I think I was. He never asked me my age. Like, never, ever asked me my age. Even when we were texting. This was off Tinder, by the way. The World Wide Web of Tinder. And, like, I thought we were going on grad. And then he was like, oh, yeah, how old are you, actually? Because I told him I was in fifth year. So, obviously, in fifth year, like, you're 17, hon. I'm hardly 18. And I was like, oh, I'm 17. And then that's where it just went downhill. He was like, are oh, you're hardly 17, are you? I was like, well, I'm hardly going to lie about my age, like... So then he was grand, but you know what? He was fairly boring. Fairly boring, girls. I think I'm the highlight of a conversation. Like, honest to God, on dates before Adam, I thought I was the best conversation I ever had. And like, that's the mindset we need to go into. I'm sick of like, don't laugh if it's not funny, girls. Unless like you feel bad. But like, you know when you're on dates and like your man says something and it's so not funny. Like, too not funny. And you're like, <laughs> girls, don't laugh. And then I went on another date. I've been on a few. I think I've kissed a good few people and they've walked me home from a club, like, but I've never done anything else, by the way, girls. We're going to keep it open and honest. Never done anything else besides, obviously, my long-term relationship with Adam. But yes, I went, oh my God, yeah, I have to tell you this, right? So I went on a date with this boy and he was like, so we met off Tinder and we get on great, but I knew in my head he wasn't the one, but I know you have to give everyone a chance. So I gave him a chance. So we met up in Cork, right? Your man was smaller than me. I was like, oh, I didn't know how I felt about it. So then we went into, so if you've ever been to Cork, there's this place and it's called the Meridike and you can play bowling, pool, drinks. It's actually good. So we went to play pool and like, I was making the most conversation. Like, I mean, like, I was like, oh, how's your fam? And then when we started playing pool, I don't know if pool was, like, his alter ego that gave him, like, level 10 confidence vibes. But, hon, he changed, right? So he was like, I'll patch your pool if you're stuck. So he was actually teaching me how to do pool when I literally knew how to do it. But apparently to him it was wrong. So I was like, all right, no bother, cocky. So then, anyway... 
the conversation wasn't it the vibes weren't good lovely person like I wish him the best of like in his life you know but Lahan he just wasn't for me and like I couldn't get away quicker but I obviously wanted to give him a chance but like I was like when is this date over I was like I need a drink right so anyway we kind of finished up the first round of pool it was like an hour and he was like oh so soon will we not play for another round I was like is he actually for real but I actually ended up paying for another round and we played like another half an hour and let me tell you that was the longest half an hour of my life girls I'm not messing so after he walked me back and he was like saying he was like this is such a good day like I've never gone on this way with someone before I was like shit how am I gonna tell him so then he dropped me outside Weatherspoons because two of my friends were inside Weatherspoons and I was like oh thanks so much he was like why don't I come up and say hello to your friends I was like hon you're very confident but I'm not thinking today is the day so then anyway I got upstairs seen the girls he rang me I was like I hardly left my phone in his pocket or something not my phone my wallet and he was like, just thanks so much for the date. Like, enjoy your night with your friends and all this. And I was like, bless him. Like, but like two minutes after, like, I think I'll be okay. So ended up breaking it to my mom FaceTime. Me and like, listen, George. His name was not George, by the way. I'm just, I actually can't remember his name, but I'm using a fake name. And I was like, George, I just don't think it's going to be the one love. And he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And he started crying. Oh my god, he actually started crying. I actually remember it now. I was like, don't cry. Listen, like I'm not in special. I'm not the Tesco extra special deluxe version, hon. I'm only Rosie Ford. But like still special. You know what I mean? So yeah, those dating horrors. And then I met someone when I was older, and his name's actually Dave, but he's hardly gonna listen to this. But yeah, hon. <laughs> just watch out for people's names with Dave. Let's just say that much. But yeah like I've had a few dates in my life and then lockdown happened but lockdown tinder oh girls if you know you know it was so good wasn't it I loved lockdown tinder like everyone was on it chatting on the Sunday night covid was in its prime and like obviously it was so bad but it was kind of grand like just a chat I loved a bit of a text and then I met Adam so now we're two years together in two months and it's madness but I feel like 100% go on a lot of dates because you get to know a lot about a person and I feel like dates are exciting I love putting on makeup thinking oh my god is this gonna be the one like no listen I didn't know Adam was gonna be the one at all but maybe he like I hope he's the one you know what I mean but hon just go on dates live your best life experience different things and yes date loads it's so much fun Okay, girls, it's like girl talk, boy talk. I have one girl talk question. I have one boy talk question. So I'm excited to get into them. There's something that's very close to me. And girlies, it's a good one. So let's get into them. Okay, girls, so I thought we'd do the boy talk question first because it's really good. So, hi, Rosie, I need your help. I'm crazy about my male best friend. Basically, a few weeks ago, on a night out, we kissed in the club and he told me he really liked me. We had a great few weeks and then nothing happened since. He is now a girlfriend and they hang out, but I genuinely don't believe they get on and I'm still head over heels in him. What should I do? Girl, why do lads do this? Why? What is the problem, Derek? So I feel like drunk actions are sober thoughts and I don't care what you say, I believe it, right? Because I feel like if you're kissing me drunk, then sometimes alcohol, tequila can be too much, I'm telling you. But 
what you have to do is just hunt your I know your best friends so you're gonna have to keep it platonic like honest to god like you can't show emotion because sometimes he's probably like oh my god does Isabel like me did I regret kissing her because she doesn't like me that way when all of a sudden you were weak for him and you're like oh my god me and Damien are gonna get married this was meant to be for the past 14 years or else he thinks he's made a massive mistake by kissing you because he doesn't think you like him but right now he has a girlfriend so you genuinely can't do anything about this until he becomes single so let's hope he becomes single everyone on the girl chat take a prayer for this girl say a prayer in the night say hail mary that this boy and his girlfriend break up and that she finds out what she likes so what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to go on a night out hunt you're gonna have to get drunk without him around please and you're just gonna have to live now because at the end of the day the decision was made he made the decision to obviously kiss you but then has got a girlfriend and i'm like oh my god but i think at the end of the day it's not meant to be right now everything happens for a reason you're not the two of you are not meant to be together right now for what reason we don't know do we girls but i feel like at the end of the day you're gonna have to act single because you are single don't put all your eggs in one basket don't think oh my god he's waiting for me because i guarantee you love he's not so at the end of the day you really are gonna have to put on your big big girl boots go out and date and just live your life as if he isn't around because at the end of the day he made the decision not to be with you like he could have acted upon that or like spoken to the next day over a chicken baguette being like listen girl what's the story and then at least you'd know but you don't know so what i would say is my advice to you love basically go back dating live your best life get those girly pants on pretend that nothing happened for the minute and if him and his girlfriend break up or there's a moment where the two of you are alone and you can chat about it without doing anything that is caused by cheating then find out an answer but for right now hon we're just gonna have to prevail and live on and how silly are boys if someone did this to me i'd be literally guessing every second moment oh my god he touched my hand by accident does that mean by accident does he like me but hon i wish you the best of luck please keep us updated on what's going on and yeah best of luck my love okay so the girl talk for this week was sent in by a lovely girl and she had the question hi rosie i was just wondering as you've grown older have your friend group become smaller i've realized that in my life i only need a few people to make me happy and yet society says i should have as many friends as i want i just wanted to know your thoughts about this topic okay so i feel like right growing up as i've spoken about on many occasions i actually have four people in my life that i depend on solely and that i know will be there through thick and thin and two of them are boys and two of them are girls. Now, three of them are girls, actually. So I have a group of about five or six that I genuinely would tell my life to. And I know that nothing would ever be judged. I actually don't like big groups. I feel like in a big group, you're all not best friends. You're telling me you all get on the exact same way. No, that's not going to happen. Obviously, a few people within the group are going to be closer than most. And then others are closer than others. And like, that's not a group. And I think sometimes groups can get awful dramatic. And I feel like a girl's holiday, unless it's a group of like four or less, is just too much. (laughs) Because like, there's going to be dramas, there's going to be a lot. And 
I actually prefer one-on-ones with people. I don't have, I wouldn't say I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of acquaintances and I would speak to absolutely anyone. But I do have a group of friends that I depend on with my life and I know that they will be there for me from the end of my days. And I'm obviously so grateful for them and what they've done for me. But in the same breath, I don't need a lot of friends to make me happy. And I'm telling you now, girls, you do not need a lot of friends to make you happy. If you're in a group right now and you feel confused and lost within it, it's not a group for you. I actually feel like having that one best friend that you can count on for the rest of your life and then 50 people who don't care about you. I would value the one person more than anyone. And over the past few years I have lost friends and I've gained amazing ones and it's just the ricochet effect of life and I don't want to me be dramatic about it but genuinely the less friends I've had the happier I've become and I think it's because I value the friendships even more now that I know that that close circle is solely for me and I'm solely for them and I do feel like sometimes obviously when you meet someone like a boyfriend like they become a part of your best friend as well but I also feel like either people can get annoyed at the fact that you're with them or you know you're spending time for them but the people that genuinely know you wouldn't care and obviously my best friends have been there for me through thick and thin and they're like girl get your life we love that you're in a relationship and then some people obviously found that a bit more harder like it's just a ricochet effect but I genuinely believe as my life and I'm getting older I think that for me I don't need tens of thousands of friends I just need those five people that I know if I call them at two o'clock in the night they will answer and be like girl what you need and I have that and I think society sometimes tell you that you need more and I'm like I how many times have I told you I'm telling you but I genuinely mean that you don't need that you just need the girls that you can depend on through thick and thin whether that's five ten or two as long as they make you happy that's all you need and if you feel like you are not finding yourself within a group of 10 then hon leave it don't stick to a group because they're the only people you have you will forever be trying to please them instead of yourself when yourself should be your main priority within your life and i mean that wholeheartedly so what I am saying to you is that I 100% agree. You don't need 20,000 friends to feel wanted within the world. All you need is three people or a few people that you can depend on and that will always have your back and you will have theirs. So yes, that's what I think about that, girls. Let me know, do you have a lot of friends? Do you have a small group of friends? Or what is your opinion on that? Okay, so girls... This is the end of episode 8, I believe, of Walk In My Shoes. Can you believe it? And, by the way, we might get to 1,000 listeners by this week. And I'm literally going to be shook. And I just want to say thank you so much for all the support and the laughs and the giggles that we've had. And for me literally coming on here just to express how I'm feeling. And I just love you so, so much. And you actually have no idea the impact you have on me and the impact that this podcast have had on my happiness. And yeah, just, I really do appreciate it. I feel like I get everything I want to talk about down in this podcast and I'm going to leave you with a quote as I always do and are you ready for this okay so be happy not because everything is good but because you can see the good in everything girls I love you loads have a fab week and I'll see you next week on the next episode of walk in my shoes bye everyone